0: Music matters. Good morning. How are you? It's the Jason Manford show on Absolute Radio. Hayley Ellis is my guest this morning. Good morning. Morning. Uh, and and uh, we're here. We're here. Oh, you were here before me. Was quite a, quite a lot earlier. Quite a fair amount earlier before me. What time did you get here? <laughs> Just like... Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so you were here what like
1: about half an hour before you?
0: But half an hour before yeah. the host of his own show.
1: <laughs> I mean, I expected nothing less. To be honest with you. <laughs>
0: I forgot, I, for some reason, well, I, this is to be honest. We're three years doing this job, and every week I, on the way home, I say to myself, "Isn't it amazing?" How knowing that Jason, knowing how like you love to sleep in, how you've never slept in. Like, and I say it to myself. I even say it out loud sometimes. Today was the first time where I would nearly missed the actual show.
1: So, what time did you get up then? Because you've still got pillow creases.
0: Oh yeah, I, lo- I know. A lot of I've been in a fire. <laughs> I know. Uh, I reckon about quarter to eight.
1: Oh, shocking that. <laughs> that's bad, isn't it? Do you know, I used to work in a, in, a, in a call centre, right? And if you were one minute late for work, like one minute, mm. you used to have to do a late to work form, fill it in.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. No, I know my kids' school's a bit like that. Can you sign in, please? Why are the, they late? You're like, oh. <sighs> I
1: bet the kids wake you up, don't they?
0: Yeah, they really do. Honestly, I can't... Well, to be fair... Just, you know, before prosecution rests, uh, <laughs> let me just give my defence. I was in Swansea last night and we're doing the show from Manchester this morning.
1: That's so... fair enough, isn't it? But sometimes oh. you're in Salford and you're doing the show from Manchester and you get in at one minute 2 don't you?
0: I mean, I always push it. <laughs> but no, that's that's my own choice, which today felt very much not my own choice. I just, I really just... I, luckily, I stayed in town last night because I was good. I was on my way out, and I thought... I thought, no, do you know what, I'm going to stay. So I booked a, I booked a hotel here in uh, Manchester and I stayed overnight in the hotel. Basically, it cost me about £90 for a 35-minute lie-in. That's what I worked <laughs> out when I... When I. so worth it,
1: though, was not
0: it? I tell you what, I'd have paid double this morning <laughs> when I woke up. My goodness, but we're here now. That's the main thing. I was at this Hilton, the big, the big one in Manchester, the biggest building in Manchester. It's very posh. For now.
1: Oh yes,
0: the building. There's like a really petty one over the. Yeah, road it's be,
1: literally opposite, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's opposite, and it's six inches taller. <laughs> oh,
1: like, well, that's so. That's so. Uh, that's such a man thing. Yeah, I was we build say, it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a woman who's made that decision. No, there's <laughs> no way. Just six inches six bigger. Inches. That's Come all we need, on. guys. That's all we need. It's <laughs> on the twenty-first floor. It's a. It's a tall building.
1: It's very tall. And it said, uh, "Did you have a look out over Manchester last night?" So, about your
0: kingdom. I did actually had a good old look out when I got, as soon as I got in, and then uh, just did that thing where I thought there's no point closing the curtains because I'm going to be up before the sun. But then uh, I wasn't. I
1: mean, there really <laughs> was. I mean, I mean was no not. one needs to see that.
0: First thing. The other thing that happened was I got in last night at quarter to three, oh. right from Swansea, and um, I'm like, I get out of the car and I'm like. I've got, essentially, pyjama bottoms on, because it's a long journey, so I put pyjama bottoms on. I've got a T-shirt. It's all pa- revelers. Revelers and young people. knocking about town centre. That's what
1: you call them. That's young what I call people, them. Revelers,
0: just pouring out of discotheques. <laughs> and I'm wandering in, and uh, I've got my rucksack, and I've got my, uh, in my little pull-along suitcase. You know, I'm holding my wash bag. Proper rock and roll. Yeah, and as I'm coming in, the security guard gives it... Uh, like, because obviously they've been dealing with revellers all night. He gives it, are, uh, are you staying here, sir? And I just looked at him and went, what do you think? <laughs> I just had that moment of like, oh, God, surely you've got training when you, it comes to this sort of thing.
1: I love that, though, because it probably do get like people just coming in drunk, d- yeah. trying to like speak through a shoe.
0: Yeah, but not, not in their pyjamas. Although saying that, it is Manchester.
2: Jason,
0: Jason. Absolute radio.
2: Where real music matters
0: Hayley Ellis is with us this morning Good morning And uh, we're up and about, just living the dream Absolutely Living the dream <laughs> Here in the city centre of Manchester It's a massive hotel, that that uh, I've I've been in a couple of times to the Hilton in Manchester And uh, and obviously if you're in London, like where all you There's so many tall buildings, you, you know, you've been up since different But that one is, it's because there's nothing else like it
1: it is amazing. It, I, it I, makes
0: weird noises as well. It
1: does. Do you know when it's windy, it mm. sways.
0: What? That's not good, is it? That's just made my stomach just go, look. Yeah.
1: Bah. Like when it's, no, when no, it was really windy when we had those uh, winds. Do you remember if we had those oh, winds? Oh yeah, winds
0: <laughs> you say, yeah.
1: Um, it, <laughs> it, it sways and it whistles, the building whistles.
0: What, like an old man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think. It's not good, is
1: it, when you're in... You don't want your house swaying, do you? No,
0: no. Although, I mean, it's not my house. But, yeah, I agreed.
1: But, it's like, it's a, a concert. But people
0: do live in there.
1: I used to live in there,
0: you, know? you used to live in the I'm Hilton not, well, Hotel?
1: Yeah, well, I lived with a friend.
0: Oh, I am gonna. Is this, yeah. like, Pretty Woman? Sure. <laughs> is it Richard off. Gere? <laughs> Did he give you his credit card and you went shopping? What's going on here? I mean, I
1: wish. I wish. <laughs> Me going into Primark.
0: Right, um, so what? Big tell-
1: mistake. Huge mistake. I'll take everything in Primark. <laughs> yes. um, uh, and uh, my friend owned a room there, and I, I lived with him for a little bit. Oh, okay, and uh, seen Phil Neville in the lift once.
0: Did you? Was that your claims to fame? That's it. So i
1: dine out on that.
0: Was he living there as well?
1: Uh, th- yeah, he lived. He was living there. Yeah. What was I he don't know mean? if I should say that on
0: radio. I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah, probably, Sorry, probably, Phil. <laughs> yeah, he probably already knew. To be honest. Yeah. Did you have a chat with Phil Neville in the
1: lift? Didn't. I was taking the bins out. I looked horrendous. Oh, you t- yeah. That's
0: yeah, I weird. think I
1: didn't know the way you to have take to get the
0: bins out in a.
1: In a lift, I think there's in a probably hotel. A sh- I think there's probably a. Sh- well, this 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 wasn't a hotel. There's like there is oh. a hotel, but then there's apartments above the hotel. Oh, I don't know. So we had to take the bins out. Phil
0: never in a lift. Yeah. Uh, is there's there some- a more mundane does, <laughs> celebrity? just that, a that mundane celebrity. You do that. I I mean that does happen though. I saw Judy Dench in a lift.
2: Did you? Yeah.
0: Who have you seen in a lift? There we go. We've gone full. Partridge, did we've, got, we've <laughs> gone full partridge on this show this morning. <laughs> so have you seen a celebrity in a lift? <laughs> Let us know. Wait, twelve fifteen on a text. Um, uh, that does. I did see Judy Dench. Did you lift. chat to her? I did. Yeah.
1: What did you say? What Just,
0: floor? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she thought a lot of work there. No, it was. We've been at. I've been at some party and she'd been at a party and we were leaving at the same time and uh, it was mm-hmm. about quarter past ten or twenty past ten I know, yeah, people will talk, Dame and, uh, and as I was coming up, she said um, I said, oh, have you had a nice evening? She said, yes, I have, yeah, but it's enough for me, that, now." and I said, yeah, me too She went, yeah, but I'm in my seventies <laughs> I was like, Aww. yeah, you're right, really I probably should have stayed for a little she's bit She's
1: like judging you yeah. like, that's, that's when you know you're boring when Dame Judy Dench she's going why aren't yeah. you staying
2: out, Jason?
0: Yeah, it did feel, there was an element into that, to be fair <laughs> On Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Look, this thing, I just said it flippantly, you know, have you shared a lift with a celebrity? And now, Haley, thanks <laughs> to your I was in a lift with Gary Neville once, I've got about 40 texts.
1: Who who's the biggest celeb? What have we got?
0: Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they I saw Lulu in a lift at the O2. That's from Anita. Did uh, they
1: say what floor do you want, Lulu? And she went, Well three.
0: No, she didn't do that. No. Imagine how annoying that would be if she did that. All especially the time. In a, Especially in a, in, like, enclosed space. Oh. Imagine how loud that well would be. <laughs> like, all right, Lulu, back it in. No, I know who you are. You don't have to prove it. Don't what? shout. <laughs> Glenn says, uh, I once got into a lift at the Grosvenor uh, Hotel in London and Chris Eubank was in it. He was in a white vest, white Y-fronts and his brown leather riding boots. I asked him where he was going, he said down to the kitchen, as they did the best apple crumble.
1: I think that was a dream he's had.
0: It does sound a little bit like it. Apparently room service took too long for for Eubank, so he went down in his underwear. In to his get... Y fronts. <laughs> I can't believe that would happen. Then again, who's gonna say who's gonna say not to? It's Chris Eubank.
1: Do you know what, though? I'd speed up making his breakfast if he come down with his wife wants something like, get out, get out of
0: the kitchen. That's a bit weird, though, isn't it? If you're getting... I mean, how fast do you need your apple crumble? If you want... <laughs> I want the... Uh, I need the apple crumble to, to my room now, right now. I need it right now. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm, I'm coming down in my underpants. I'm coming down in my underpants. I'm coming down right now. But if
1: you could put his shoes on, surely you could have put some pants on, Chris.
0: Ah, maybe he's making a point. Yeah. Sometimes you can't do those things, you know. Uh, Steve in Bedworth. Oh, this, is, this has gone full partridge. Uh, while working in Manchester, me and a workmate were going to a party in a hotel. The lift doors opened. Jeremy Beadle stepped in.
1: No, not other
0: than the prank legend himself. Uh, he ended up coming to the party and entertaining the guests for a few hours. Got the drinks in. Top man.
1: Did he? There you Buying go. Around.
0: Whereas, uh, who else said this? Michelle said, uh, "My boss and I was getting in a lift, uh, and the legend Kate Adie got in." Uh, we were quite drunk, uh, a bit giggly and a bit in awe. Another bloke in the lift said, I bet you get a lot of idiots like this, don't you? To, about them. And she didn't say anything. She just gave him a little smile. Do you Rude. know what? The woman's been to worn, torn country. Well, is and she bo-
1: has to bottle with drunk people in the lift. It's yeah,
0: just... it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to Katie. <laughs> <AD>, to be <laughs> fair. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio.
2: We're real music matters.
0: Good morning, hope you're very well. It's Jason Manford's show. Uh, Haley Ellis is here. Hi there. Uh, and uh, we're talking this morning of uh, oh, celebrities you've seen in the lift. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full partridge on this. It's great banter, it really is. Great banter. Really great banter. Uh, no, we're not. Please, uh, Penn Jillette, Thanks, Tony. But I don't need any more. <laughs> I
1: think it's really interesting. Do you,
0: though? Yeah. I mean, Which... I've got to say, would we have found out about Chris Eubank? In his
1: wife's He's good to get some apple crumble. Who would you like? Say you open the, like, you're in a lift, right? Mm. The doors open, yeah. and there's one celebrity walks in, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you've got to stay in that lift for, like, I don't know, the top floor. Right. Who would be the most fun, do you reckon?
0: Um, the Rock. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think he'd be a laugh. I don't know. I follow him on Instagram, he's funny. Is he? Yeah, or Will Smith. I like him as well.
1: Also, The Rock. If the lift got stuck, he could pry the doors open with just his hands. Well, I'm
0: he? just. I, I think in my head, I think that's what I've just seen him doing in a trailer for his new <laughs> film, Skyscraper. He
1: does it in every so, film. Yeah,
0: <laughs> even if there's no lifts. Even when he's in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, have you found a lift? I just found a lift. I don't know why he sounds like Mister T. <laughs> know, yeah. That's my go-to uh, tough guy voice. <laughs> I've only got about three voices. I mean, someone's just said that my Chris Eubank impression sounded more like Stewie Griffin from Family Guy. But I don't think he did, actually. Um, <laughs> he says exactly like Chris Eubank. Uh, going to get apple crumble in his wife's. fronts. That's the sort of show we're having this morning. <laughs> what on earth? I, am I still in bed? Top pants. I feel like I'm still asleep this morning. That's the sort of day I'm having. Uh, Nick from Manchester. Uh, up at eight o'clock, already had a milk incident with the two kids already on the naughty step. And a grumpy wife. Happy Sunday. Two of them on the naughty step. That's tough, that. Because then you've got... What do you do? Find different steps? How are they
1: going to get up the stairs?
0: The naughty step is one of the weirdest punishments that's ever been created.
1: Do you do the naughty step at your kids?
0: No, I I used to. um, Until my daughter... um, So there was a moment uh, a couple of years ago where my daughter, she was about four. She was always a bit sort of Machiavellian. like. She was always plotting. And um, the others used to pick on her a little bit, occasionally. And, uh, you know, you sort of try and step in, but, you know, kids are kids. And they used to pick on her a little bit. And then um, one time they'd done something, they'd done, like, this weird... Kids have got these, or- like, horrible things kids do to each other, like the, the pinch and twist where they, like, oh. grab a bit of, like, chub and, like, pinch it and then twist it. It's nasty. Horrible. Yeah. Like, even if two blokes were doing it in a pub car park, you'd be like, I don't know, it's a bit low. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's that nasty. And uh, so she- they did that. and then she did- But she doesn't get them back straight away. She, like, bides her time. What chat? I mean, most children can't even wait for pudding. <laughs> this child's waiting three days for revenge.
2: That's so, so sinister, unbelievable. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> and then one time, she just she <laughs> she went in and she just clocked one of her sisters like boom, right at the back of the head from like a thing that happened three days earlier. And then she went and sat on the naughty step by herself. Oh Like she was just sat there like worth it. <laughs> worth it.
1: You know what she's gonna do when it's when it's a twenty first, she's gonna get her back then. That's for the chub rub yeah. you give me when I was
0: three. Absolutely worth it. So yeah, in the end we just got rid of it and now we just uh now I just don't do anything. I don't know what I do to tell my kids. I just try and tell them off and then
1: Your kids are running riot.
0: Oh, I can't it's what it's the hardest that's the hardest thing about parenting is is discipline. Especially because the thing is, we live in a sort of a post like self-esteem world where we like to be liked. Mm. That's what we that's what we do. I mean, literally on social media, like, 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 like we like being liked. So to have to not be liked by the person you love the most is it's it plays with our brains a little bit. It's not that's it's like that's why it's like when we were kids. Yeah. I mean our parents didn't care. Were, oh, I'm not your yeah. friend, I'm not your friend.
1: Yeah? My mum's my mom's not even my friend on Facebook now. <laughs> she won't accept me request. That's that's our day. Isn't that's it? fair
0: enough. That's you, you are. There's a lot of inane waffle on your Facebook. <laughs> to be fair, so I, I had yeah, of... to
1: email her recently. She see if she wanted to remain on my mailing list for GDPR. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio.
0: Music matters. What a week. What a week it's been of mixed emotions uh, with the with the old football this week. I know. Oh, the old World Cup, that finished, didn't it, midweek?
1: Rained the day after as well.
0: It did, didn't it? And just then the... Trump came. I mean, oh.
1: could it got, could it have
0: got any worse? No. Of all the days, it, that'd be, it's all about losing your job and then, like, your worst <laughs> uncle turning up, and it? Morning! <laughs> like, oh, God, it was just... What it a week. A
1: free, it always happens in three, isn't it? Out well, I hope
0: cool. so. Out yeah. of the World Cup. Right. Bad weather, Trump. Mm. Oh God, what a numpty he is! <laughs> oh, and that's the that's the least I can say. That is, it's very
1: kind. Oh
0: God, I just don't like him at all. I mean, I know I know that's the popular opinion. But <laughs> does anyone like him? I think we did this on the radio before. I think when he first got in, I said to everybody, "As anyone does, actually, anybody think this is a good thing?" And and some people did actually post to say. It is, but I can't... No. I is mean, we any... don't do politics on this show, so we're going to move on. But, Has anyone you know.
1: been in the lift with Donald Trump? Text us in. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> uh, who's up and about this morning? Let's have a look. Uh, Lucy from Leicester. Uh, we're on our way to the Channel Tunnel for our road trip to France. Woo-woo. Husband and I very excited. Two teenage boys, not so much. Uh, sure. You'll be fine. They've got
1: the game boys. Yeah. That's what they still have, That's don't they? That's what they
0: still have, yeah. They'll be fine. Also, you might get there, there might be World Cup winners by the time you get there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's, it's more than likely. Yeah. It's more than likely. I feel a bit bad because I was walking through London last week and a, 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 a barra boy, I like to call them, <laughs> uh, you know, like a fruit and veg seller, he went, he went, all right, Chase. I went, all right, mate. He went, is it coming home, mate? Is it coming home? I said, if you've got a home in France, it is, yeah.
2: Oh. And I
0: feel bad now because that is actually what's going to happen. But I was only joking. I That's didn't mean so them to cool. get knocked out of the World Cup.
1: Do you feel that, though? I feel like when I watch him we lose... Because oh, Do you not it feel you, like that, was though? it? Yeah, I think it was. My
0: dad thinks I've got a bad sort of influence on, on football results just by being there. Like the left-backs, like, oh, God, he's here again. <laughs> Look at him, and he has a terrible game. I, there was nothing you could do. They played so well. Did you watch all the World Cup? Uh,
1: no, I've not watched it all, no, because no. there's been a lot of matches. Been
0: I, mean quite... our, I mean our World Cup. I mean England's oh, yeah. World Cup. I say, yeah. I say our, sorry, Scotland and Wales and Ireland there, I do apologise. But England's World Cup. <laughs> yes, I it did. I watched England matches. There was. I, I was really like, for about three or four games, I was like, are we good? I can't work it out because we we're just playing rubbish teams, um, other than Belgium. And then um, and then we were like, oh, this is all right. And then when we got through after Sweden, I thought, I did, I did Start dare to, to, believe, to dream. Yeah. I dared to dream
1: start believing, as journey say.
0: And then gone, gone in a moment. Was, is Gareth Southgate a genius or was he, I don't know, I don't know, I can't work it out. Are we any good? I still I still don't know if England are any good at football.
1: We'll see, won't we, in how many years' time?
0: Well, two years' time we'll have the Euros, so we'll see, that's pretty much straight away, but, uh, and we're obviously into friendlies and stuff, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I've, I felt bad for him, <clears throat> I felt bad for him. Um... And uh, and I I just thought they were the first time where it felt like a proper team of like they looked like they cared. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. They looked like they really cared and were upset, properly upset that yeah. they got beat. Whereas previous teams, you know, sometimes you don't always feel that with England fans. It's like the Gascoigne era teams. when
1: he was genuinely upset, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: that's what I, I want to see them crying. <laughs> When they get knocked out, I want you to be gutted.
1: We want a picture on the front that we can wear on a t-shirt, like back in the gas going days. That's exactly what
0: we want. Yeah, that's exactly. It. Um, but there's, uh, interestingly, there was a thing this morning. Deli Ali was talking about um, about his superstitions, mm. um, and he I didn't, I didn't know there's loads of things that he does. Yeah,
1: he does. Uh, apparently, he has an eight minute bath, uh, ice bath, every night before a match.
0: Wow. Yeah, he also wears that tape. That sounds like it's for health reasons, though, rather than. Is that not good no, for you? No, it's a superstition. Well, right, I think okay. it is
1: good for you. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I'd like to sit uh, in a bath. It wasn't good for the people on the Titanic, was it? No, but that was longer mm, than eight minutes. Yeah,
0: this is a bit soon, that. All right. Too, <laughs> too, too soon, that, Haley.
1: <laughs> and uh, he wears tape on his leg. Do you know, like a uh, muscle tape? Is it called muscle yeah, tape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to wear it. He just wears it as a superstition.
0: It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard. I mean, people do have superstitions. They are big thing. And footballers, more than most. Massive. Um, Johan Cruyff used to always spit his chewing gum out into the opposing half Really? Yeah, before a game, that was his thing And the one time he didn't, they lost 4-1 But what uh, about the state of the pitch? Well, he's not bothered about that he's He'd not get a about fine that. Yeah, there's a lot of... I think Bobby Moore, uh, the great Bobby Moore used to... Um, he'd always he'd always wear his shorts last Like Chris so, Oh <laughs> yeah. no, he puts them on he first He doesn't put them on at all <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to get my crumble. Um, he, um, yeah, he always made sure that of all the players in the dressing room, he put his shorts on last. And uh, Martin Peters used to wait for him to put his shorts on. And then he would take his shorts off. And Bobby Moore would take his off again and put them back on. Like it was.
1: Oh, Do you know what, though? I wouldn't want to see Bobby Moore. Everything dressed bar that. So he'd have his shirt on. and... he'd have his shoes on before he had
0: his pants on. I think to... I think it's before they go into the game rather than before they go out on the town. I don't well, think <laughs> Put <laughs> I don't think he's like suit, tie, shoes, <laughs> socks and then just short just wait for his shorts on you lunatic mm-hmm. uh, but superstitions they're a big thing they're a big deal in fact my favourite story was Gareth Southgate who said um He said he was, one time he was at Middlesbrough, I don't know if you read this story, but he was at Middlesbrough as the manager, and um, he didn't have any socks, so he put a pair of goalkeeper socks on, black goalkeeper socks, and they won. And they were were going through a tough time. And they won 2-1. And the next game, everyone was like, you better wear those socks again, because we won last time. He's like, give over, I'm not wearing socks. So he didn't, and they got beat 2-0. So the next game, he got swept up in it and was like, Oh, I'll put the I'll put the socks on, fine, I'll wear the socks. And then they won 2-0, and then he went up to the, see the chairman and he got sacked. <laughs> and that was the last time that he believed in any superstition. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio.
2: Where real music matters. We're talking,
0: uh, well, some, we've m- mentioned lots of things this morning. Uh, s- somebody said, um, after you, again, you've got to stop just asking these questions flippantly, Hayley, because Sorry. people will answer them. You said, uh, Have you been in a lift with Trump? Somebody says, I've not. No, but I was in a lift once when somebody trumped.
1: Uh,
0: and that is one of the worst moments, isn't we've it? We've all been there. Oh, no. I've, we've sometimes been the, the trumper.
2: Trumpy. Not
0: all. We're not all trumpies. Sometimes you are the trumper. Mm. Nasty, nasty. I like to, I'm the sort of person that when I'm with, the like, me and Steve Edge, a friend of the show, uh, when we're in lifts, occasionally, if there's other people there and they're all like being dead serious, um, he or I would just sort of go, um, yeah, so the doctor said, like, as long as I'm not like, near people, like, it's not contagious. I'll like, just sort of say stuff like that. It always <laughs> makes us Start bad. itching. See a little bit sort of eyebrows go. Uh, and uh, and we're asking about superstitions. So loads of footballers are really superstitious about loads of different things. Um, we've had lots... Uh, I've, I've sort of rattled through a few. I'll talk to uh, more about that after nine o'clock as we're still here. World Cup final day. Have you got any superstitions? Is there anything about your everyday life that you always do or you don't do? Because of a odd superstition.
2: Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio,
0: where real music matters. I uh, hope you're very well this morning. Hayley Ellis is with us. I am. Live from Manchester here on this uh, sunny, well, it's quite sunny here in Manchester anyway. It's Sunday very nice again, isn't it? Morning. Let's hope the sun shines back after our disappointing week in the football. I had a lovely weekend, I've got to tell you. Did you? Swansea. You Oh. What I've got to what an underrated place Swansea is. I do like
1: you, Wales.
0: It's a, but I, I think people just sort of think oh well Cardiff and then you don't really think about Swansea and that was but I tell you I had a brilliant weekend. Beautiful beaches, great people, loved it.
1: So we went to, we did it, I did a gig in like somewhere like Tidfill or somewhere mm. and I went into the chippy just before uh, the show and they were like oh they look looked visibly disappointed when they see me and they're like do you want fish. I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, Barbara, you're gonna have to put another one down. Like, actually livid that
0: I oh. <laughs> it, They've great. I mean, I, 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 they're fantastic um, locals. That I, I oh, had a I good laugh him. with them. Um, they, uh, they there was a, what's weird about Swansea. Right? I'm gonna just. I said it last night on stage, right? So it's nothing I wouldn't say to the people, but it's a mixed <laughs> bag of a town. That's what I will say. It goes like posh and then scummy within about. Like one road. I mean, <laughs> I, where I'm from originally, Salford, was a, it was a bit like that growing up. But it was just the, the change, because you've got these beautiful beaches that you could put up with some of the best beaches in the world. Then in the town centre, got some really lovely fancy shops. Joe's Ice Cream, everyone kept saying, make sure you go to Joe's Ice Cream. What was so good about Joe's ice cream? Joe's I- just—he just does a legendary ice cream. It's the place you can't go to Swansea without having a Joe's ice cream. That's the way it works. So I'm like, I said, like, do you know where Joe's ice cream? This is the like the walk there. I said, excuse me, mate, do you know where Joe's ice cream is? He's like, that's—it's just up there, me. It's opposite the methadone clinic. <laughs> like it's that sort of. It's that sort of town. You know what I mean? You want to go, it's like there's a yoga studio, then there's a chippy, and then there's a, a teenage pregnancy center. That's next to the Pilates retreat. There's a vegan cafe, mate. Uh, it's like you'll see a 12 year old throwing up Blue Wicked and two five year olds playing Fortnite. Uh, but next to that, there'll be a, a, a bespoke glass blower, an ethical chocolate shop. <laughs> Uh, then there's the methadone clinic, and then there's your Joe's ice cream, <laughs> and that was basically Swansea. It was just a man in,
1: selling ice cream off a, a bike, or something, yeah. wasn't it?
0: No, it was a great. It was a proper like ice Isn't cream it? parley. Oh, it was proper, nice, fancy. Oh. I've got to say, it was well worth the trip. Although coming back, walking through all those things on the way back, <laughs> licking an ice cream, I did feel a bit weird. <laughs> Was coming through. I apologise to all of Wales for my attempt at a Welsh accent as well. I that was pretty good. I well, I think it's brilliant myself, but uh, <laughs> not a lot of people do. Um, and it does go a little bit Indian at times. Um, I can do. I always say when I'm there, I say I can do a uh, Welsh accent, but it's only. It's very specific. I can't do any of the top, the big towns. I can only do Pontypandy, which is uh, the home of fireman's. I was going
1: to say, isn't that fireman?
0: Yeah, I, so I cannot. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> Hold on. We'll just get some water. <clears throat> Strap yourselves in, guys. Here we go. I, this best be worth the wait. Oh, I mean, watch this. <coughs> uh. Norman! Norman! Have you all been setting fires again? Oh sorry, ma'am! I mean It's pretty good. I mean, it's it like you're good. there, it's like they're in the
1: room! It, pretty it, good! He's not even playing that off his phone. That was a genuine doing that from his pretty mouth. Pretty good! It's like they're here, man! <laughs> Why is Norman as well? He should have been arrested from a young age. Always setting fires, wasn't he? Cry for help. It was.
0: Cry for help. Well, in fact, we've we've, we've delved into this on the show before uh, in one of the old podcasts. I'm sure you can find it. But... As a man who's watched a lot of Fireman Sam with <laughs> the kids, I have my theory is this: right, there was a, there was an episode where they they were doing like a, a photo of the whole village, the whole village, right, and uh, Fireman Sam was in charge of the camera, and he sort of came, pressed them, and then he came, and then he took his helmet off, and in that moment, you saw that Fireman Sam, Norman, the only two gingers <sighs> in the village, yet Norman is from a single parent family, <sighs> so maybe those fires are simply. A cry for help. It's the only way I can see my dad, <laughs> Mom, is I set fire to the field, you see.
2: Jason, Jason.
0: Absolute Radio.
2: Manford. Where real music matters.
0: Uh, Haley Ellis is my guest this morning. We were talking just before the news uh, Now we were talking about footballers and their superstitions. I didn't quite realise how big it was. It's a really it's massive, big deal. They do all sorts.
1: Alan Shearer apparently before every match, mm. he used to eat a plate of chicken and beans. Imagine that every match, chicken <sighs> and be- in that dressing room.
0: I know, and that's not even two things I would like. Let me have some chicken and beans. <laughs> Although I'm thinking like baked beans. I wonder if it was that. Was it or is it like runner beans? That would be okay. Oh, I
1: instantly thought baked.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's the sort of that's because of your upbringing. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm just saying, some people when you say beans, they're like, oh, do you mean like broad beans? Like, some people think that. I mean, I'm the same. I think baked beans as well, but, and Heinz, obviously. Oh, but
1: That's how you know different classes then, isn't it? By when you say beans, what they think of first. <laughs> That's
0: exactly it, yeah. I've, no, the other way of doing it, I've noticed, is, you know the, your, your, the big seat in your living room, the three-seater yeah. in the living room, what do you call that? Sofa. Yeah, so that's a bit posh, you see.
1: Sofa is? Yeah, Seti. Settee. Yeah.
0: Settee, yeah. And couch. Is yeah, before. couch. I'd
1: go couch actually.
0: Sofa is quite.
1: I was up, trying to be posh because there. I'm talking. To you I on know, radio. but
0: sofa's quite up there. Seti.
1: Seti, yeah. That's
0: what you call it. There you go. There's lots of lots of ways of working these uh, things out in, in polite company. Superstitions. <laughs> Superstitions. Uh, have you got one yourself? Do you have anything with, with your stand up?
1: Not with. Well, with stand up actually. I have to have a puff on my inhaler before I go on stage. Not even asthmatic, mate.
0: That is weird. No, I am, I am,
1: oh, I am. Right. <laughs> but uh, I shouldn't be doing it. If, if the nurse heard that, she'd be raging. <laughs> as well as she heard how many units My- of i alive a week when I lie about that. Um, <laughs> you, I, if I walk over three grids, they have to say mushroom three times. Don't know why.
0: That's not a real one.
1: It is, well, I know it's not real, but I have to do it. Mushroom? Yeah.
0: That is weird That's Nick- Super Mario Well, Nikki in London says I never walk over three manholes in the street Two is fine, but three is bad luck I was told at school uh, And that is it That's the last I, mean, I I remember the old Like, if you walked on a crack you break your mum's back Remember that? I
1: don't remember breaking her back with yeah. it Oh, you don't remember that? Yeah, <laughs> no. that
0: was the thing If you walked on a crack You broke your mum's back That's and how severe it was broke her arm
1: recently Didn't she? Did she break her arm?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm not claiming you What you're do- saying Because I stood on a crack in a pavement Yep Nah, I'm not having that. I'm not claiming any responsibility. Be careful what you say. We're in a very much a suing culture.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your mum's listening to this, right? (laughs) Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, apparently, I was Googling celebrity uh, superstitions. Jennifer Aniston, apparently, when she walks on an airplane, she has to put her right foot on the plane first and then tap the outside of the plane. There's no reason. There's, that's why there's cues. People are bonkers.
0: Mm. People are absolutely bonkers. Uh, this is uh, Andy Taylor, who is the England Hockey Men's Over 35s manager. He says, every time I go to a new hockey ground, Jase, either in England or overseas, I have to touch both crossbars before we play. That's, that's hard, isn't it?
1: What do you do? What what do, do, do you do, do any?
0: The only thing I've got is I can't have anything in my pocket on stage, I have to have empty pockets, but I feel that's a comfort thing rather than a superstition, although weirdly, last night at Swansea Grand, halfway through the second half, I went to get some water, and the water was so cold that it had sort of made the outside of the glass wet, Right, and I was sort of in the middle of a bit, I was doing this, whatever bit was, and I picked it up and I just dropped, the the water just slipped out of my hand, splashed all over my trousers, all over the floor,
1: in the middle of my gig. You got to do that every gig
0: now. <laughs> no, definitely not. But when I got off stage, reached into my pocket, there's a pound coin uh. and a receipt. <sighs> I'm telling you. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where
2: music
0: matters? Absolute Radio talking superstitions this morning. Are you like the uh, the footballers in England team this week? Have you got something that you always do uh, because you think it would be bad luck? If you didn't do it, or, or maybe you avoid something. That's the sort of thing we're looking for this morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text this morning. Uh, my superstition is, this person says, uh, my superstition is that I always have £3.80 in change in my wallet, specifically three £1 coins, 150p, 120p, 110p. I've done this for years.
1: Well, that's an odd one, isn't
0: it? Mm. Maybe that's just is like bus fare or something. I was
1: going to say like, maybe he genuinely needs it for like maybe a toll road.
0: Yeah, I always have like a tenner in the. I, well, I shouldn't just really say this. Oh, I always have a tenner or a twenty pound note in that in the bit between my phone and the case.
1: But oh. That's just
0: common sense. That's an emergency ten pounds in case something. In, in case, case, you're case you run out of credit. World goes wrong. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Uh, I'm a base jumper from Leeds.
1: What's a base jumper? I
0: don't I don't really know. Do you know what a base jumper? Oh no, I don't. just one.
1: jumps off a speaker or something.
0: No, I don't think it's that. I think it's more, or a fish. (laughs) Um, A base jumper from Leeds. And myself and my friends will not jump without first having a mint, a lucky mint. It has to be a smint in the blue tin box.
1: That's proper old school, isn't it? The tin box.
0: My superstition at work is that I have to turn the till on before I put my bag in the locker, even though I pass my locker on the way in. What are are they
1: putting in the locker, though?
0: Mmm, dodge. Someone mm. does right like now. Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text this morning. Somebody says my superstition is every time I go and stay in a five-star hotel, I have to find an ex-boxer in the lift and his wife front hunt, hunting for his pudding. <laughs> Otherwise, I just can't sleep that night. I'm just looking for my crumble. I'm just looking for my crumble, guys. That's all. I'm throwing my wife. <laughs> uh, Haley, what we found?
1: Uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay apparently brushes his teeth before he goes on stage. That's because just... they're all yellow. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no. Axl Rose apparently refuses to play cities beginning with the letter M. You
0: can't do that.
1: That's just because he do not want to go to cities beginning with the letter he M. He doesn't is like it?
0: Manchester and That's
1: Munich. What it is. Oh, no, I think they're cursed. I can't do that. I thought they'd played Manchester. That's weird. I'm going to have a look. Maybe they did it without Axel Rose.
0: <laughs> Maybe, yeah. That's just. I mean. I couldn't afford to do that. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm just Googling what base jumping is. Base jumping, performer, he... Oh, it's just bass jumping. That's base hunter
1: you're Googling. Also,
0: That's the, not the same It's thing. parachuting or in a wingsuit flying from a fixed structure or a cliff.
1: Oh, my... I don't think I, a smint's going to help him in that I situation. Don't, it's really
0: not. But at least, you know, at least when you're lying on the ground like this, you're going, oh, his breast nice.
2: <laughs> Jason... Manford. Absolute
0: Radio.
2: we real music. Matters.
0: I was, I was caught unawares there. I was actually, I, was, I didn't know it was going to end uh, that song because I was, uh, I was googling uh, magpies because that's a big superstition.
1: It is. Lots I do of, that. Do you? A salute. Well, so if I'm if people are around, if I'm in the car, mm. I'll just happily salute it. I'd go around and do it. But yeah. if people are around, you have to pretend to like itch me head.
0: And do you say morning, Mister Magpie? How's I the wife? Don't that way. <laughs> no. That's what you're supposed to
1: say. I, I, no, but I can't, I don't do that, I just do the salute.
0: Morning, Mr. Magpie. How's the wife?
1: Are you ask him about I've never heard him asking about the wife.
0: Yeah, you ask the wife. It's very
1: presumptuous that, isn't it? Because they might have just divorced or he might yeah. be single, might you know. He might
0: be a homosexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magpie. So, so you don't know, do you? you How's the wife? Or or of course partner? Exactly. In 2018? Yeah. Could be. How's your partner? That's what that'll be the new one. There'll be that'll happen soon, that. Yeah. That'll be a new like there'll be some big kickoff about it. And it'll be in the paper. And stuff like actually, somebody on the actually, I think when you say uh, morning, it should be you, you're presuming the sex of the magpie, and of course uh, its gender and sexuality. So morning, magpie, how's your partner? That's what it should be.
1: Also, how many magpies you see depends on what kind of look you have as well, isn't it?
0: Well, now, so well, interestingly, the, the, the morning, Mr. Magpie thing, how's your wife? <laughs> is because if you because magpies mate for life so uh so one for sorrow is that because he's you know swash dead. That's, that's where that is. So two is joy. That's why it's one for sorrow, two for joy. That's you might the,
1: not just have found the right magpie yet. You
0: don't know. Look, I'm not judging the magpie. You know what I mean? But maybe the magpie's wife, no. you know, maybe the magpie's mum's like, when are you going to get a wife? Like, maybe It's just in his ear all the time. So He's, he's come out to steal a bit of jewellery. Um, <laughs> that's what he does. He's, it's just a cry for help. We're just
1: stereotyping these magpies. Um,
0: my, yeah, there's that in the one, was it one for sorrow, two, two for joy. joy.
1: Three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. If you see eight, you're going to die. Eight? No, I don't, know. I don't
0: know. That's crows, I think. Buzzards? Yeah. That's buzzards. Eight buzzards, you're about to die. That's yeah. that's bad luck. If you can see eight buzzards, eight vultures, yeah. something down, bad is happening. I I think my rhyme. I go. Uh, I go one one for sorrow, two for joy, uh, three for a girl, four magpies, Fuck five magpies six magpies have I left bread out that's the way <laughs> mine is that's the way I work it out
2: this is Jason Munford this is Absolute
0: Radio where real music matters uh, somebody said Jason when you uh, dropped your glass of water on stage last night maybe it wasn't uh, because of the uh, uh, because of something in your pocket maybe because the day before when you started in Swansea it was Friday the
1: thirteenth.
0: <laughs> I went to go to. The, I was I was by myself in Swansea this weekend. I thought I'll do the gig and I'll go to the cinema afterwards. It was only scary films on. What? what I, I go to watch scary films by myself and and then go to an old hotel afterwards. Da, 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 da. That's like you're being asked to be murdered. <laughs> No, thank you. Not for me. What was that? Was that a laugh? Was that your <laughs> laugh?
1: Superstitious, I've got <laughs> to
0: be superstitious. I laugh. would rather not have a laugh than whatever that <laughs> was. might just
1: want that at your gig. Ha!
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that would be, I'd be like, right, good night. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, I've heard of some um, superstitions, but these ones are, so, I mean, here we go. No name on it, of course. Uh, I have to put the spoon through the bottom of the eggshell. After I've had a boiled egg, if not, the witches will sail it around the sink.
1: That is, I mean, that is knocking me sick. But I'm, the, right, first of all, so they
0: have finished the boiled egg
1: and they're putting the spoon for it. Uh, what? That's me, just that, the thought of it's making me feel ill.
0: That's just weird.
1: And then what witch? I mean, now now I'm thinking of small witches,
0: tiny witches sailing on an eggshell around <laughs> the sink.
1: Horrible.
0: What's going on with people? Also, when my son was a baby, I couldn't dress him in green because the fairies would take him away and leave a changeling. I think. I, okay, I right. think
1: people shouldn't be allowed children. If that's the <laughs> well, <right>. I mean, <laughs> Do you
0: know what I mean, that's, that's that, I mean, that's harsh. But it's, it's, it's a labyrinth. You're thinking a labyrinth. Yeah, so that's what something you're weird's of. gone on there. Sheena's
1: uh, on. tweeted in saying, "If I don't walk around the house and check every room that the switches are off at least three times, the house will set on fire."
0: Yeah, well, that's health and safety. That's not superstition. It's normal. That Sheena. That's like every time when when. Uh, London's Burning used to be on. That was the night my mum would turn all the the switches off. (laughs) Just when London's burning. Just Sunday nights. Just Sunday nights. Rest rest of the week, the house can burn. But son, we are not dying by irony (laughs) after we've watched an episode of London's Burning. This is Jason
2: Manford.
0: This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hayley Ellis is here. Hello. Um... Nick and uh, Mick in Huddersfield. Nick, uh, and Mick. Nick and Mick? yeah, they're a little, little duo. Uh, but they've, um, they've asked a very reasonable question off the back of uh, the woman who says, uh, I have to put the spoon through the bottom of the eggshell after having a boiled egg. If not, the witches will sail it around the sink. Uh, Mick and Nick, uh, they quite rightly point out, um, please explain why the eggshells are in the sink in the first place. It's doing our heads in.
1: I mean, that's what the first question I'd ask with that person.
0: I mean, same. But now, now Mick and Nick have said it. But
1: well, she's got miniature witches in her house for a start.
0: Yeah, that's not her biggest problem. But, <laughs> it's not. I mean, they should be going in the bin. They really should. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a you know, I will I occasionally I'll put a tea bag near a sink. Like oh, you know one of them, I I yeah. am occasionally.
1: Because you know the wizards so will sail around that in the yeah, sink. Yeah, of
0: course, that's what happened. The warlocks will put it on their heads <laughs> and wear it as masks and take your children and replace them with changelings. I mean, this is what, what's it's going on. Too then two mad, mad pines will come in crying because they've lost their wives. Oh, but, we're, but now we're just life partners. <laughs> Who knows what goes on in the world. Paul in Belfast. New shoes on the table superstition is well known in Ireland. It means someone is about to have an argument. Yeah, because you just put shoes on the <laughs> yeah. table. Get your shoes <laughs> on the table right now. Good. What are you doing with the shoes on the table? There's no That's room what's it. Happened.
1: I'm not going to attempt it. <laughs>
0: no, you just got to do it like Eerie and Paisley. That's the only way <laughs> right. I can do Get those
1: shoes. Get those shoes
0: off the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> Hey, we've done all the. We've done you've Wales. Done, you've done Scottish. We've have we been to Scotland Oh, no, yet? we haven't. No, I've not been to Scotland. Oh, we'll do Scotland, Scotland later. I'll pop into Scotland at some point. Hey, hello, mate. Hello. Oh, I can do right. them all. We all sound all, aggressive as they're well. They're all various aggressive. Yeah. I only meet aggressive people. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a master of voices <laughs> accent. Mm. I even,
1: table. You're not even from Manchester, are you? That's just no. This is all i I'm, act.
0: I'm actually. This is my actual voice. I'm actually. Uh, yeah, I'm speaking RP all the time. Uh, I do all. I do all the all the voices. Um, Text uh, us
1: in. See if Jason <laughs> can do it. <laughs> Jason
0: Manford. Absolute Radio.
2: Where real music matters.
0: We've been talking uh, this morning... I've usually moved on by now when it comes to a topic because we've been talking about it for about an hour, superstitions. Um, and I would normally have, have cracked on, but people are still talking about these witches in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the people just tuning in, um, someone mentioned before, Sarah it was, um, she said that she always puts... Uh, when she's finished a bald egg, she always puts a, a spoon through the bottom of the eggshell uh, because otherwise witches will sail around the sink, which uh, then Nick and Mick got involved in Huddersfield, saying, well, why is the eggshells in the sink in the first place? Anyway, lots of people have joined in to say um, the, the, the witches uh, sailing in eggshells is a superstition in fishing communities. This is Phil in uh, Mablethorpe. Uh, I saw it in Whitby. Uh, my mum always told us to do it so the witches would sail away uh, with them and sink ships. So that was the reason. Sarah actually messaged me back again to say um, it only applies to boiled eggs. <laughs> any eggs broken from cooking do not have to have a spoon through them, uh, although I do tend to crush them anyway in any case, just on the off chance. Uh, the witches will take the eggshells out of the bin and sail them around the sink using the spoons for paddles. I mean, these are pe- You know, these are people... Who are allowed to vote? And
1: Sarah, I'm generally concerned that you've texted back in to try and
0: rationalise it. <laughs> yes.
1: And also, what are they doing just going around your sink anyway? I mean, if just say three, uh, there is three little witches in your sink, yeah, they're not going to get anywhere, are they?
0: Haley, did you not just hear what I said? <laughs> Phil, Phil said they they sail out to sea and sink ships
1: from your sink.
0: Oh, that's the unbelievable bit. <laughs> that's the bit you can't get your head round. I'm just trying to, you know. Down the Prug hole, out to sea, right.
1: Ra- <laughs> 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 Let's go and sink a ship. <laughs> but the tiny, how are they gonna sink? I'm I'm rationalising it Don't. myself.
0: I need to stop. You're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. Unbelievable.
1: Let's just say I'm never gonna go around to Sarah's house for breakfast.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh there was um. We we sometimes do an idiot amnesty on the show, yeah, uh, of a week, uh, and uh, I might bring it back this week. So this is this is where there's just a moment when you just do something so stupid that you're like, and, and actually some of these superstitions could <laughs> could fall into that. Yeah. Um, so stupid that you just need to get it off your chest, no judgment, and the best of the idiot amnesties wins. A Jason Manford, ironically, egg cup.
1: Oh, please, Sarah texting.
0: Please use responsibly. <laughs> don't want to be, like, you know, sinking ships on the, off the coast of Whitby. Um, how about this, then? This is, I mean, you know, I feel harsh saying idiot, but here we go. I'm going to do it anyway. Um, this is Vicky, right? This is a story in the paper this week. Uh, it was meant to be a fun surprise, it says in the paper, but one mum has found her choice of birthday present packaging has backfired. When preparing her cousin's birthday gift, a ruby ring costing £180, Vicky Rutter decided to forgo the traditional wrapping paper gift bag formula and plumped for a helium balloon. The 47-year-old from Kent then popped the ring inside the balloon. However, things went pear-shaped when she turned around to fetch something to weigh down the 36-inch inflatable. In the time it took her to do that, the balloon drifted into her utility room, through an open door, into the garden, and off. (laughs) Off and away. Vicky said, I just turned my back for 30 seconds. Oh, it's from Essex and she I just turned my back for 30 seconds and then I came back in, it vanished. I just cannot not understand it. I stand? Stand. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. understand it. There was Mary no Pop- breeze. There was no breeze. How it got round the corner into the utility room and out the back door, squeezed along the side of the ass without snagging on a fence or the plate. It put the bins out. I don't understand. Chim, chimity, chim,
1: chimity, chim, chim, chim. Together um,
0: with her family. i am
1: not finished. Oh, okay, sorry. Together
0: with her family. Uh, Vicky began to search the local area for the ring which has been wrapped to the tissue paper and placed inside the blue with gold confetti meaning it should be relatively recognisable Vicky added I was knocking on all the houses <laughs> asking people during the World Cup match and then England won they would have four <laughs> I've gone into uh... Janet Street Potter <laughs> I've gone into, Dell, Dell, Rod. I've gone into Uncle Albert, uh, which I thought was a good sign, and I would find it, uh, which would be nice. And lots of local people have been very nice, but not, not found it. She's also bought a ruby necklace to match, but after losing the ring, decided just to give it in a gift box.
1: What, did she put the ruby necklace in? Just the box. All oh, right.
0: Yeah, just the box. <laughs> so she's still holding out uh, hope for finding it. So if you do find a, a ruby ring, it costs £120. Uh, it does belong to Vicky Ratlap right in Essex. 6 she wants him back! Sunday
2: mornings. 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
0: Where real music matters. Good morning. Uh, we're doing Idiot Amnesty. Time to win a Jason Manford limited edition egg cup. Wow! That's right. So make sure you eat your eggs responsibly. <laughs> Always putting a hole in the bottom of the shell so witches can't sail around the sink, out to sea and sink a ship. Uh, that 's that 's coming live <laughs> live from Manchester this morning from two thousand and eighteen uh, idiot amnesty it 's my favorite part of the show. I love this bit, so this is Haley this is a bit that we do it sort of it 's a semi regular feature uh, when I can be bothered and, and I remember the moment where you just go, What an idiot, what an idiot why have I done that? What an idiot anything it could be absolutely anything um it might not even be from this week it just could be from any time in your life. Tony's message, he says, uh, for the idiot Amnesty Jason, I used to think odour toilet was a fragranced water you tipped into the toilet after you did a number two. Freight? That's not God. what it is. No wonder your toilet was overflowing. Yeah, but it was, that's just like a little bit of, to smell nice. Although uh, we have got this stuff that you put in the loo. That's, have you? Yeah, that's.
1: Uh, oh, VIPOO. Is that what it's called?
0: No, it's, cla- it's classier than that.
1: What's that so, yours called then?
0: I don't know. It's from. Some fancy. Is that what it's called? Vi poo.
1: Yeah, and you put it. <laughs> actually, I don't want to give away too much information. I no. but apparently you put it in the toilet before you, you know, you have a, your business. Oh, before and it keeps the scent in, <laughs> so the scent doesn't float around.
0: My goodness.
1: Enjoy your breakfast, everyone. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: but you know, it could be anything. It could be, it could be that. You know, it could be. Um, uh, maybe you've just, you know, the taxi driver said, "Have a have a, have a nice uh, airplane trip after he's dropped you off at the air, airport," and you say, "You too." Just because you're not concentrating. It might just be one of those moments, Right, you know? I'm you with call you. call the teacher mum. You know, it's that moment, you know, that moment where you're just like, I need the world to swallow me up right now. I mean, you must do stupid things all the time, Haley. Never. I don't, know. Knowing you as do I am. You know mean, what, I'm
1: very responsible. Every time I have an egg, I put my spoon through the bottom of it. Well, I mean,
0: I'm that goes without saying. Yeah. I mean, i saying that. We live, we, we're landlocked, aren't we, here in Manchester? So, I mean, no ships are getting... <laughs> Sunk because of what we've done. Do
1: you know? I've seen no. little little witches on Deansgate Locks before paddling down.
0: Well, that's true, yeah, especially on a Friday night. Yeah. Crikey. Jason,
2: Jason.
0: Absolute Radio.
2: Manford. Where real music matters.
0: Hayley Ellis is here. Hello. And uh, lucky you're here because we're talking Idiot Amnesty. Yes. Where you can win uh, an Egg Cup. Hold I, know the it's, f- I know I know. it sounds not a thing You know, you're like, oh what, Jays, really? But it's free It's a free egg cup You have to pay for your own postage and packaging <laughs> But, no, you don't, we'll send it out um, But it's uh, you know, just, all the other shows have got stuff And I wanted something that summed up Sunday mornings <laughs> So I've gone with an egg cup Classic And we've got about 2,000 of them Because uh, <laughs> you can only buy them in a big batch but- And uh, can't, Quite literally, can't give them away But we're attempting. So the Idiot Amnesty is just for that moment where you think, what an absolute idiot. Could be absolutely anything. Uh, We've had one on... um on Facebook this morning, uh, well, quite a few, actually. Glenn said, uh, putting a knife in the toaster to dislodge some stuck bread.
1: That was always the beginning of our casualty episode, that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, on top of a, like, at the end of a ladder. Yeah. Near, near, a, near a bath full of water. Uh, 8.12.15, on the text this morning. Uh, you can text me your idiot amnesty, or you can give us a call, uh, like Sam has done. Good morning, Sam. Good morning,
3: morning. how
0: are you? I'm really well, thanks for asking. Where are you calling from? Um,
3: I'm calling from Lee.
0: Lee, lovely. All right. Tell us your uh, idiot amnesty entrant this morning.
3: Okay. Before I tell you this, (laughs) well, it'll become clear I know nothing about cars. Okay, fine. Nothing. Good to know. Okay, so the the brake light um, was out on my car, which at the time was an old Ford Sierra. Mm -hmm. So I thought, right, okay, I'll call in the motor spare shop on my way home and get a new bulb.
0: No idiot so so far.
3: Yep, not so far. It's about to get worse. Okay. So I goes in the shop and I says to the lovely man behind the counter, I said, I need um, a brake light for Sierra, please. Mm. So he says, right, fine, goes away, comes back with this bulb. And he brings me back this clear bulb and I'm thinking, idiot, he's not heard me properly. So I said, excuse me, sorry, I need a a red bulb for a brake light. So he starts laughing, and you know, I'm thinking, "What's he laughing at? I got something in my teeth. What's going on?" He says, "Hang on one second. Oh, no. Goes into the back and brings out this young lad, and he says, "Tell him what you just told me." Oh, and I'm thinking, no. "Oh, what's going on?" Still not knowing that I've done anything stupid. Oh,
0: you and so you're says,
3: thinking idiots. So I've come into a- <laughs> <So laughs> in this break light for a Ford Sierra, and. Um, I don't, you know, I need a Red Bull. Then the pair of Reds. them are howling, laughing oh, at me. Oh, Sam. And in the end, he says, I tell you what, love, you've made me laugh that much. I'll come and fit the bulb for you myself. <laughs> Never been brave enough to go back in. What no. an
1: absolute moron. Oh. I might Sam. try that one, though, Sam, I'm trying to get myself some free break, <laughs> free break. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: that's not a bad idea. So that's. Well,
3: what, I think that... I went more red than the light, trust <laughs> me.
0: I bet you did. Crikey. Oh, thanks <laughs> for getting in touch, Sam. No worries. Lovely. See Could Sam be the winner of our Jason Manford Egg Cup this morning? Uh, well, we shall see. Jason Manford
2: on Absolute
0: Radio. Where the music matters. Uh, Idiot Amnesty this morning. It's a chance to win the Jason Manford limited edition, even though there's loads of them, Egg Cup. <laughs> I think. Mm.
1: Is it your face on the front and then the egg would be your head?
0: Like a big bald head? Yeah. No. No, but that would be a better design. It would be, yeah. Yeah, I'll think about that for the next time. When we run out of egg cups in three and a half years' time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Molly Monks, great name. Oh, that's amazing. She says on Facebook, every time I let a driver in and they would use their hazard lights, I thought, oh, they've broken down again and tried to manoeuvre around them. Didn't realise that was a thank you. Ashley Swan I've always wanted to go to Scotland to try and find a lot less monster so I booked a family holiday to Skegness Skegness isn't in Scotland well done well done Ashley it's easy done, though, these mistakes.
1: Yeah, very, very... No, it's so, not. It's
0: not really, is it? Geography does th- uh, throw a few people. Sarah, of uh, Witches in the Eggshells fame... Oh, she's, she's depot
1: after that egg corp.
0: she? She's another entrant in. She says, as a further entry for Idiot Amnesty Jason, I would like to share that for a long time. I believed that Carlisle and Cardiff were close to each other. Maybe on the River Car, which doesn't <laughs> exist.
1: The river car
0: Wow, she's def- she's one of life's winners also. That's where the
1: witches are sailing down the river car <laughs>
0: uh, 8.12.15 on the text this morning uh, Definitely after your uh, idiot amnesties uh, entrance this morning uh, Chris from Manchester Jason, I was in a local shop after being served by the bloke at the till I went to say thanks mate uh, But instead of saying mate I sort of went to say pal as well I ended up just calling him Mal Thanks, thanks. Mal if that was his name, it would have been brilliant, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, what a moment. What a moment of triumph that would have been. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music matters. Uh, we're doing Idiot Amnesty. The moment in your life where you thought, what an idiot I am. Lloyd in Essex, he said, I was so hungover last week, I said thank you to a cash machine.
1: Aww, I've done that. That's sweet, though, that yeah.
0: isn't it? I've also apologised to a mannequin. Done that a couple of times.
1: Sorry, mate. Oh. I've seen the film, though. They can come to life, so you're well off.
0: (laughs) Idiot Amnesty, I used to work in a grocery store and was checking the bread in with the delivery driver. At the end, he put his hand out and I shook it, thinking it was a sealing the deal moment. He said, I was just waiting for my pen back. Oh, that's that's harsh, man. That's Jake and Lincoln. Um, I would like to nominate my girlfriend, Stacey, for your Idiot Amnesty Award. Uh, she recently bought a variety of furniture off Gumtree, a wardrobe, drawers, a bed, etc only to find when it arrived it was for a doll's house. I thought it was cheap, <laughs> she said.
1: Oh, the old. witches from the head could, could live in there, though, couldn't they? They
0: could, they could. Yeah. Uh, we've got Gemma on the phone as well. Uh, good morning, Gemma. Good morning. Morning. Where are you calling from, Gem? Uh,
3: down in Sonny Cornwall.
0: Lovely stuff. Tell us what is your entrance for our idiot amnesty this morning.
3: I'm going to nominate my husband, Kevin. Um, mm-hmm. Many years ago, I got a ticket to go to Lord to watch England uh, versus New Zealand. Oh. And um, we quite often go up, and the first thing we do whenever we get somewhere, find the hotel, dump the bags and go for a drink. hmm So this time, we were walking around, and we stayed in a bit of London, and there was no pubs anywhere. So we were walking around, walking around. And we're walking down the road, and I said to him, there's a pub down there. We'll pop in there.
2: hmm
3: So as we were walking down the, um, the road... As we got close to the door, Noel Gallagher walked out. Wow. And my husband is a massive Oasis fan. Yeah. Total Oasis fan. So we were there, and I said to him, hey, that's Noel Gallagher over there. And he was like, oh, it is. So we went up to him, and he was like, chit chatting, and he said, you're my hero. At which point, I looked at his wife, I looked at Noel and my husband, and he was like, oh, my God. And so then when we asked for a photograph as we were leaving, he had decided to put his arm around Noel Gallagher and try to touch his bottom. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. What? outside of a pub, Midland, London, um, and how he never got headbutted, we don't know. It's
1: part of you the can't me- touch...
0: Yeah? <laughs> you can't touch Noel Gallagher's bottom. It's part of the Me and Too wife, movement, this.
3: Don't talk about idiots, sir.
1: I can't, be, yeah. I can't believe really someone did. touched
0: me bottom in London. Yeah.
3: And as he was leaving, his wife turned to her husband and went, oh, bless.
0: That and he made a complete fool of himself. That is a very odd story, I've got to say, Gemma.
3: <laughs> I'm yes. still waiting for the cricket to come <laughs> into <laughs> it, to be honest with yes. you, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this
0: is...
2: Absolute
0: radio. where real music matters thanks for all your messages now you can stop because uh, we uh, I, I think that our idiot Amnesty I mean I'm definitely going to be sending one to uh, to Sarah, I think who started the, the, the whole conversation about the witches, yes, and the uh, the egg cups.
1: Send her an egg cup for each witch to sail in.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, I, I don't know. George says um, I let my eight year old daughter take putty to bed with her, like a little putty thing, and she woke up a whole lot matted into a hair. A bottle of vegetable oil and an hour of combing, and it's pretty much out. What an idiot.
1: You do, get her a teddy
0: bear. I know, but the, this, the kids are obsessed with this stuff. Yeah. Putty, and my I had have bed sheets and things ruined because of this stuff. i bandit in our house, so it keeps finding its way in. Fun, uh, fun times, Jason. That's me. Shelley from Torquay. I was driving back from a night shift, and I was tired, obviously, after a long shift, and I hadn't had my car very long, and I noticed on the dashboard it said Breeze, just, you know, in front of her yeah. while she was driving through the steering wheel there, and I first thought, oh, how clever. How clever that it can sense what sort of weather it is outside. So, I stopped the car and I checked all the windows um, and the sunroof. Oh, so she thought that it was actually there was a breeze coming in. Even opened and closed the boot and all the doors. I couldn't see where any breeze could be coming through. Started to drive home after for a well earned sleep. That's when I heard the radio say, "You're listening to Breeze FM." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is a good one. That is pretty good. Uh, this is Nigel in Colchester. This could be a contender. Whilst trying to fit a chandelier... wowzer! All right, Nigel, all right, calm nice. down. <laughs> Crikey, someone's doing all right for themselves. While trying to fit a chandelier, uh, I found that uh, only uh, two screws fixed into the rafters. So, went into the loft to place a piece of wood on the other side of the ceiling so I could get a good fix for the other two screws. After some time, I asked my wife to bang on the ceiling so I could locate where the screws would come through. After some time uh, looking, I realised that I was in the loft and she was downstairs in the living room. <laughs> There's a whole floor. Can't hear you, love! Oh. Can't hear you! Love that. Love that. Now, this is contentious, I've got to say. There's cool. no name on this one and it will remain anonymous. I am a teacher, Jason, and I was I bought some fancy gel pens for the class but they went missing after accusing everybody in the class doing my I'm-not-going-to-be-cross-as-long-as-you-tell-the-truth, keeping them all in at playtime and generally making their life hell for two days. I found the gel pens in my handbag. Uh, Oh, that's bad, tiny. She says, did I own up? No. I mean, what sort of lesson is that to teach these kids? I think that could have been a real moment there.
1: Do you know what as well? Gel pens, she's doing well for herself as well, isn't she?
0: Yeah, crikey. They're not they're not cheap, them bad boys. No. What do you think? Do you think she should actually come clean there? What would you do?
1: I'd, I'd come clean straight away. Yeah. And then they're going to call her. I mean, she'll find out what nicknames the kids call her then, won't she? <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, thanks for your messages this morning. Uh, egg Cup on the way to Sarah for her uh, egg-based uh, weirdness. And <laughs> just very odd. Just generally... It's been an odd show. It has
1: been, hasn't it? It's been. I feel like this has been a dream. That's <laughs> like, like dynasty, and I'm going to wake up, and it's all. Been
0: I'm going to send another one to Shelley in Torquay as well for her Breeze FM uh, radio mistake. So that's good. I, I enjoyed both of those. Uh, Haley, yes. You're off to the Edinburgh Festival. I am. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I'm going to the Edinburgh Festival very soon, from the uh, 1st of August, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Show starts the 2nd, until yeah. the 26th of August, doing a show, once, twice, three times a Hayley. Hey. Nice, hey. good title,
0: good title. <laughs> yeah,
1: please, please, please come, oh my God, please come. I know, right. There's so many tickets to sell, Jace.
0: Well, the, the Edinburgh Festival, I recommend it to everybody. You know, if, maybe if you're just having a little look for a couple of days away this summer, uh, Edinburgh Festival, head up there. There's absolutely anything and everything you could hope for, including Hayley Ellis.
1: I'll be travelling up in an egg cup with three witches. Come along,
0: i enjoy it. I am. I'm tonight. I'm in Liverpool tonight at the uh, Liverpool. Empire, uh, thankfully, not clashing with the uh, with the England in the World Cup that final. It still clashes you? with with a, with a game. I mean, I'm, it finished by the time I'm on, so it's all right. Uh, and then uh, this week, Crikey, where am I this week? I'm, I'm I'm up here actually. I'm up in the in the northwest. I'm uh, Rill and uh Wrexham. Uh, Birmingham on Friday and Sunderland on Saturday. Still tickets for those two. So if you fancy that, check my website, jasonmanford.com. Have a lovely week. Sarah Champion up next. Thanks for joining us, Hayley. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
2: Sunday morning, eight till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters.